I'm just going to bring you some uh, breaking news now. Uh, we understand um, that two of the uh, people who died in this incident are uh, students at uh, Nottingham University. Um, that has been uh, sent to us uh, a statement from the university saying that uh, two of their students uh, have died uh, in this incident. So clearly uh, tragic um, events and um, we, we knew that there was a bit of a delay in uh, getting information about exactly who the victims were and probably uh, was because the uh, university was first being informed and now that information coming out of the University of Nottingham that uh, two of uh, their students uh, died um, in this incident and we had a, a, a statement earlier from um, the Nottingham University Students Union where they said that they were devastated and shocked by the tra tragic events um, but uh, it didn't allude to um, uh, any of their fellow students um, being uh, killed in this incident um, but uh, they said that we stand in solidarity with our students in the wider city and our thoughts are with the families and friends of those harmed alongside those directly and indirectly affected by the unfolding of these terrible events. In light of this we have made the decision to cancel grad ball this evening. Attendees will be contacted in due course but in the meantime we are continuing to work with the university and relevant authorities to understand the situation. That's a statement that came from uh, the Nottingham University Students Union um, and we've had a statement direct from Nottingham University confirming that uh, two of their students um, have died and um, we have a, a statement that I've just been handed to by my colleagues here from the Uni of Nottingham and they say it is with great sadness that we confirm the sudden and unexpected death of two of our students following a major incident in Nottingham city centre overnight. We are shocked and devastated by the news and our thoughts are with those affected and their friends and their families and uh, there's, a, there's a short thread actually on Twitter and in the next tweet they say that we know this is likely to cause distress for staff and students in our community. Support is available through our support and wellbeing services for any of our community who may need it. So further confirmation then from uh, the University of Nottingham that two of their students uh, have died. Back to you. Callum, thank you. Well, thank you, Callum. That update there, uh, information on the identities of two of the people killed here overnight in a very much developing story and one that is really um, dominating not just the headlines but also brought the centre of Nottingham to a standstill today. Let's bring in Danny Shaw who's a crime, police and justice commentator and former correspondent at the BBC. Hi Danny, I just want to ask you first of all about the police statement that we had just over an hour or so ago. Um, no doubt you've seen it, gone through it in some detail. What stood out for you? I think what stood out for me from the statement was the uh, quotation from the Chief Constable Kate Maynell uh, in which she said that the police needed to determine the motives uh, for the attacks. So that I got a sense from that that the police are, are really not sure um, what has motivated these attacks and whether clearly they are linked, but whether the same motive um, is behind all of them. 
whether indeed there was some incident in the first attack on Ilkeston Road, whether that was sort of separate from what followed later. So I think that really stood out for me. Also the fact that the police are still working with counter-terrorism officers. Counter-terrorism officers are working alongside them to establish the facts, to understand what's gone on here. Now, it can take some hours, some in some cases days, before police declare that an incident is terrorism related. They're clearly keeping an open mind. They haven't ruled it out at this stage. And that's why counter-terrorism officers are involved. Sometimes it's very quickly apparent that it's not a terrorism related incident, and sometimes it is. But clearly there are still some issues that the police are, w are working through. And part of that will very clearly central to this is the background of the suspect who is currently in custody. Police will already, I am sure, have searched uh, his home address, any other locations that he's visited. Uh, they will have seized computer devices, digital devices, his smartphone if they can get into it, looking at contacts he's had, who he's been associating with, what websites he's been visiting and so on, to try and establish any motivation, any link to anyone else. They say no one else is involved but that will be crucial to, to their inquiry uh, to establish exactly exactly the why. What happened is clearly in terms of, that, that will be done in clearly in terms of evidence gathering on the scene, CCTV footage, uh, and, and eyewitness accounts will help them establish what happened. But it's the why uh, that I think is, is more of a puzzle at this stage. Yeah, and as we wait for more information, give us a sense of how huge the police operation is here in Nottingham City Centre, that so such a large part of it's been closed off to the public, businesses as well shut down, at numerous police cordons, the one behind me and at least at three other sites, and as I was walking through the city centre to try and get here as well because of all the road closures, I saw at least two police, armed police officers as well, a highly unusual site in, in this city centre. So give us a sense of the, the scale of that, how difficult an operation it is for the police. Well, it, it, there are multiple sites. And so, you know, with any uh, crime, you have a crime scene. In this case, there are uh, at least three, uh, possibly more crime scenes that have to be sealed off. All the evidence has to be gathered. Police can't leave anything to chance. They have to be meticulous in their searches. Uh, they have to ensure that, you know, no stone is left unturned because this is a major investigation. There could be a criminal trial and they have to gather all the evidence. They only get one chance to do it. They can't come back in three weeks later and say, well, have, let's have a look at that curb. Are there any tire marks on that curb, for example? Or, or did we miss, um, you know, some forensic in, you know, alongside that gutter? They can't do that in two weeks. They've got to do it now. That's why the roads have been sealed off. Uh, police will also want to ensure that they get all the CCTV footage from shops and local council, other other areas as well that's absolutely vital in terms of establishing the what uh, as part of this inquiry i mean in for nottinghamshire police it goes without saying this is a massive investigation uh, probably the biggest they have done for many years i was having a look at the figures uh, last year there were 13 killings investigated by nottinghamshire police so that's murder manslaughter uh, in particular 13 so about one a month here you have three uh, in the space of, of just a few hours uh, with someone who's critically ill in hospital. So that gives you a sense of the scale of this in Nottinghamshire Police. And I've, I've also said, uh, I've also seen that they've drafted in officers from other forces 
that's not unusual. There is a system called mutual aid uh, where police forces can lend uh, assistance in terms of specialist expertise or other officers when forces uh, are faced with a huge inquiry like this. And Danny, in this statement, they did reiterate that it is safe for people to come into the city centre and that they aren't looking for anyone else in connection with this inquiry at this stage. So what do you read into that? Well, that they've got someone in custody. They don't believe at this stage that there's anyone else linked to this individual uh, who poses a threat. Um, so that's uh, clearly a relief for the communities, people in Nottingham. Um, and, you know, now their investigations are focusing on this suspect who's in custody. Uh, he will have been taken into custody in the early hours. I, I imagine police would have conducted what's called a safety interview. Uh, where they immediately find out whether there are, whether this is linked to anything else, whether there are any other plots or plans that he's aware of, this individual, um, and then he will have, he will have had his DNA taken, his fingerprints taken, he would have been placed in a police cell, and I would have thought interviews will start sometime after that. Police have got quite a, a considerable amount of time to, to uh, hold him, to question him. Um, so I don't think that's a particular issue in this case, but establishing the motivation is key uh, and the fact that counter-terrorism officers are still involved some hours after the events suggests that still remains a possibility.